Come on, guys. Come on for class, ladies and gents. He, her, she, them, I, and all the alphabet. What a powerful teaching today. It's my great honor to bring this. So this is going to be an advanced uh, topic in Christianity. Most people don't know what I'm about to tell you. This is the spiritual world through a Christian lens. Today's teaching is going to be on the impact of prophecy. We talk about what prophecy is, how to obtain prophecy, the types of prophecies, and the impact on them in your one human life existence. Now, this is a spiritual world conversation, but I'll make this very clear. What I'm about to tell you is for people who have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior already. There's no way to get prophecy without accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Anything else is natural law and the work of Satan. So without Jesus... These things I'm telling you can and will apply to you. However, if you don't have Jesus, you're subject to natural law and Satan. And so this is a message, public safety, going out to all the nations. I'm in Canada, so I'm talking to all Canadians. If you look at Bangladesh, there's 0% Christians in Bangladesh. There's 30% Christians in Canada. If you look at the average life of a human in Bangladesh versus Canada, I would like to you know, send me an email with what you see. Upload a video, send it to me. So I'm going to open up with a quick little section here called A Hurricane of Love before I start about the impact of prophecy. So, a hurricane of love. It's hard to show up for people when you're not in a great place. War is a hurricane of violence, so we are called to emit a hurricane of love. Think of a time you have given love and have received love. My hope in sharing stories of love with you, I want you to allow God's Holy Spirit to come and fill your tank of love, to show up with love, every day in your walk with Jesus. And I'm looking for some stories, personal stories. Um, love is messy even when you try your best. In it for the long run is when love comes full circle. Struggling but not alone. Relentlessness, a warm cup of tea. So we're going to move on to impact of prophecy. Yeah, don't worry, it's okay. You can late. Just come sit down. It's time value of God, right? Okay, the Sabbath day, which is Sunday, is uh, which is today, is the day of the Lord. The Lord has blessed the Sunday. If you don't take the Sabbath seriously, you will have minimal blessing. God is a heart who has a mind. When we unify on Sundays and seek His ways, it makes Him happy. God has thoughts and feelings. 
So when we come together on Sundays as a family, it makes him happy. Sunday is about honor of our creator in heaven. One of the laws on Sunday is not to work and one thing you should strive to manifest. Sunday is the day of healing for your life, whether it be spirit or other. Sunday is the day you are healed and God elevates your walk with Jesus in the spiritual realm. Satan will present to you opportunities to distract you from going to church. There is power in saying no, and it's important to say no. For the most part of your schedule should be aligned with heaven. Like my life, it, my, my reality begins with Sunday service. My whole life is designed around that. My whole life is around Tuesday service. Whole life's around Thursday service. So those three days, those are priority number one. Because that's where the energy traverses to my highest benefit and blessings are released by God and I become exalted. And people are wondering, how am I having this glow up? So you want to push... Boldly push yourself to have your schedule start around Sundays. And if all you can do, you know, for like years, I just try to respect the Sabbath. So in your walk with Jesus, just save all the Christian Jesus energy, tasks, and mindset for Sundays. If you can do that, you will become exalted. You just will. Okay, now we're going to talk about prophecy, okay? What is prophecy? Prophecy is the future plan of God revealed to you. There's different types of prophecies. There's immediate, near, and future. God has a plan for everybody. Timelines are fast, medium, distant in the future. It's your ones to bring this to come to pass. You're a child of prophecy. God is a God of the future, and he knows your future. If you become spiritual enough, it will manifest. God prophecies are not auto-manifested. You must be labored. They must be labored. There are only three distances of time. Near future, and I forget the other one. Satan is in the business of stealing your prophecy. State, Satan destroys prophecy. As we grow in Jesus Christ, your prophecy will be shown to you. Christianity is about manifesting the prophecies of your life. You have to be an accumulate or, sorry, Christianity is about manifesting the prophecies of your life. You have to be, you have to, what? I got this word wrong. You have to manifest your, pro you have to do the work to get your prophecies is what I'm trying to say. If you speculate, the devil will steal it. When God announces something to you, it's a big deal. Take it seriously. God announced, announces, then performs. The plan of God has been revealed. And now I must take the word seriously with obedience so I can get my treasure. If you do not have access to the voice of God, he has nothing to perform. What God announces is the next thing he will perform. As it is in the natural, it is in the spiritual. You have seen well and not it's time for God to perform because God always tells you first his plan for you. If you can't hear him 
but your pastor can, your prophecy will come through the pastor. He that believe not the prophet of the prophecy, the entire ladder is destroyed in the spiritual realm. If you believe, then you can manifest them. You have to have the heart of a child and believe the prophecy from the man of God. Lack of belief means auto-cancellation. If you believe the prophetic prophecy of your life, it becomes set in motion. The Christian energy, be the Christian engine in your aura becomes activated. Now you're walking with a 30% energy buffer in Canada, reaping harvest and rewards. What's in the heart is so critical. Prophecies can also be warming of the future which he will show you how to maneuver away there are two types of prophecies blessings and warnings blessings manifest must be loved so heaven can bring them to pass warning prophecies come to pass if i don't make adjustments you are powerful because the holy spirit gives you warnings by showing you the future problems which he shows you a way out it's a good thing God can show you something in the future that can cause you pain so you can make adjustments to not recover pain. Hearing warning prophecy makes you powerful. Warning prophecies come to pass unless you maneuver, whether you believe it or not. Prophecies are your inheritance. Prophets must intercede for the globe. Finish your vows to God. Run with wisdom. God can do anything and everything. This section is called How to Manifest Prophecies. Be born again for project to have access. Jesus is Lord. Until you do this, there is no prophecy. For God to bless your destiny, you need to be born again. Being born again means you change as a person because of the Spirit of God has come inside of you at that moment. Choosing false gods will result in zero blessings. Jesus Christ is the way to heaven. This is when I have access to the plans of God of my life. God gives project to born again children. Satan is the master of lies. One way it Satan shows you other ways God which are false. I'll read that again. Satan is the master of lies. One way Satan shows you other ways to which God are false. So Satan just tries to disguise God. So you take all these other ways and you're like, when you just should be focusing on God. If you're not born again, God can't give you prophecy. You must be born again. If your other gospels are preaching it, let it be a curse. Born again Christians all have access to heaven. If you want to make an appointment and get the prayer of salvation from me, Mr. McDougal, I will do so. The next thing, so you have to be born again. You have to accept the prayer of salvation. It's a one minute prayer. The second thing you need to um, manifest prophecy is earnest growth and spiritual maturity. Prophecies will be hidden from you until you reach a certain level of spiritual maturity. This is why I say there's acts or levels in Christianity and Christianity is a real life video game because it is. Every act of obedience is growth in the spiritual age. The more you repent and apply, the more prophecies are given to you. When you refuse to grow in Christ, you refuse prophecy. Grow in grace and knowledge in Jesus Christ. When God shows you your own for 
future, it is serious. Every person does not have access to profit prophecy because they don't grow. Growth occurs rapidly with repentance and applying Jesus. Jesus chose John the Baptist to become born again. John operated a church of repentance. Change immediately so that you can get your next prophecy. Spiritual age does not have, move like natural age. This has nothing to do with luck. If a Christian has no desire to grow, you are, uh, you are refusing your heart's desire. God wants to give you your destiny, but you must play your part to grow. Every act of repentance grows you in spiritual age. Spiritual age is what you understand and apply. Understand and apply. Understanding does not grow you on its own. How much of the Bible are you living? That's what exalts you. How much Jesus are you applying? All these things grow you if you apply you can become an elder today. The Bible is meant to be learned and loved. As you grow in God, you get more access and leverage for the project to manifest. You have the prophecy to manifest. You have to give up the ways of the world and live the world. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind, which is Christ. A Christian is like a seed in the soil which needs to be watered to grow and will blossom beautifully. It's all about growth. When you reject growth, your seeds stay in soil with stay stuck in the dirt with no growth. I'm interested in people who want to grow and develop in Christ and all areas of life. If you're not learning and growing, that's on you. God is watching and waiting to give you your heart's desires. Now... The third thing you're going to need in order to manifest prophecies, spiritual war mentality. One God has announced if Satan will try to destroy it before it can be manifested in your life. Warfare mentality will push Satan back. If you have no warfare, Satan will destroy you. You must do warfare and fight the devil, spiritual war. If you don't warfare over your projects, your prophecy, Satan will destroy it. Your only way to win over the prophecy is to warfare. This will protect the prophecy and it will manifest. Take a violent approach to Satan, stealing your destiny. Satan operates by removing prophecy and causes chaos and destroys the spiritual ladders and progress you have built. Now you are protecting your prophecy because I refuse to let Satan destroy it. Satan will use your own partner and family against you. You can't be too Gentile with this stuff. Put on the armor of God. Once God has announced the prophecy battle and you will win, spectators will lose. You must make Satan your footstool. Do not speculate battle. Your line of defense is warfare prayer. The righteous shall rejoice when he sees his vengeance. You must have a vengeance mentality against Satan by all and any means necessary. Push the enemy back. Make him pay for messing with you. Say, no, I am a victor. I am a champion. Satan wants to be God. He wants to steal the glory of God so you don't have testimony. When the prophecy has been released, you're in a tug of war. Your destiny, whether you're aware of it or not. With warfare prayer, you will beat Satan every time and win the prophecy. A lot of Christians aren't aware they are warriors. We are warfare Christians who fight for our destiny. I will not let Satan steal anything from me ever because it's my destiny, not his. It's my destiny that God has given to me. It's my inheritance. It's my will. And Satan can't steal it unless I allow him. What makes Satan Satan is he is a thief. That is his nature. God is a giver. Satan is to steal from you. The fire of God terrifies Satan. 
release fire. You must pray against fire of God because it terrorizes Satan. What is Christianity without the inheritance that has been allocated to you? Satan will enter others' hearts. Satan will enter hearts of disciples. Satan can enter anyone. They begin to misbehave for no reason. So we're going to do a warfare prayer here. That's the end of the teaching. This is so powerful what I taught you. This is so niche. But this is what you need, man. This gives you full dominion. So we're going to do a, a warfare prayer. And we're going to wrap this up. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, online classrooms. Uh, we got progress. My Lord, my God. My Lord, my God. For every plan, every seed, every thought of the enemy coming against me, my family, or anyone in my churches, I'm asking you, God, with the fire of God, burn these seeds, push the enemy back, take control, my Lord. I command all angels in heaven to protect people in good, in peace. Push the enemy back. Remove all stumbling blocks. I control the tornado of God. I control the volcano of God. I control the water of God to push the enemy back and surround me with God's protection and God's harvest while pushing the enemy back and depopulating Satan's camp by injecting the prayer of souls, salvation into coachable souls. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. You guys have a great day. This was the impact on prophecy. So one bonus tip here, I didn't really tell you. There's two types of prophecies, okay? I'll save that teaching for another time. Have a great night. Take care.